0: Merry Christmas. Christmas. We're in this, we're talking about God with us, and we're talking about who Jesus is. You know, we could talk about Jesus is the king, and I want you to know Jesus is a king like none other. There's none that's like him today as we get started, I want to talk about maybe some kings that you do recognize. Maybe some folks who are called kings, some things that are called kings. But if you don't go to church here regularly, let me tell you something. Sometimes I like the the people to interact with me. So this is going to be really awkward if you don't talk out loud. So I'm going to show you some pictures and then you have to give the other name that goes along with this king. All right? Y'all can do that? All right. So we're going to get started with this one. This is lion king all right yep that we have that one first all right and then and then we have this king 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 kong all right and then now maybe some of you you know there's food that you have to eat all the time or especially at holidays there's particular foods all right but this is a particular food this is what this is burger king right and if you don't like a whopper something's wrong with you all right all right and now now maybe it's in uh it's it's talk shows and tv shows and and maybe the tv talk show type things and so you like larry king King. maybe you're into blues music so you like bb king King. all right now here's a couple titles some guys have earned and they're called this hopefully y'all know who these people are and you know what i mean by this because this is the king of the king of pop michael jackson that's right and this is the king of Rock and roll, Elvis Presley, right? So these are kings now. These are names that we know, we call them this this idea of king. But I want to talk to you today about a king that is a king like none other. There's, There's nothing that compares to him. Actually, I'm going to tell you this as we get started. That anything you would ever compare to Christ was created by him. Not only does it not compare to him, he spoke it into existence. He who is the king of kings and the Lord of Lords. And we're in the the book of Matthew right now. In Matthew chapter two, starting in verse one, it says this. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, but I'm gonna stop there for just a moment. Let's talk about a a king here. Herod the king. It's an interesting title. Herod was the king of the Jews in, in that time. He was king over the Jews, but he was a king in that the Roman Empire allowed him to be a king. There had been a day when the nation of Israel was sovereign, when it was strong and it was powerful, but the people of God rebelled against God, they did evil in the sight of God, and they had, they had received his punishment. His discipline had been upon them. And at this time, when, when this is being said, a lot of times maybe you don't know how, how it goes, you kind of think the story just goes straight from Malachi, which is the last book in the Old Testament, and it begins with Matthew, right? Like it's just one solid piece of history, but there's 600 years between Malachi and Matthew of darkness and silence literally there were no prophets God wasn't speaking the people had given up hope and this king Herod was as was a king as much as Caesar allowed him to be king but here he is he's Herod the king behold wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Well, there's a lot said about these wise men. Where are they from? The people try to come up with, so how many were there, right? We're gonna get to some gifts. Here's what we know about the wise men. They were smart. We know that, all right? That's why they're called wise men. And they came from some place geographically located to the east of where they're at now. And that's about as much as we know about them. That and the gifts that they bring, which we're gonna get to in, in a minute. And he goes on saying, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. Now, by the way, some of you might wonder, well, why? Wouldn't he be excited about this? Well, if you were king and somebody said, hey, I've heard there's a new king and you didn't know about the new king, would you be excited about that king? Well, I don't know about him. I didn't have any sons. There's nobody new in my household. He's not king, I'm king, right? So he was troubled by it. And why would Jerusalem be troubled with him? Well, these are all the people who had power with him. Their power was in in danger too. So they were troubled by this news. So, assembled the chief priests and the scribes of the people, the people who knew the the, the Bible and and the Old Testament and the prophecies, and he acquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, after listening to the king they went on their way and behold the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. By the way, I just want to stop here. Man, if you don't know Jesus today, I'm going to tell you this. If you ever see who he really is, if you ever really see his love and his mercy and his grace and the hope that is found in him, you know what's going to happen? You're going to re- exceedingly rejoice with great joy. If you ever understand who he is, because that's the only right response to understanding who he is and what he's done for. So they, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother and they fell down and worshiped him. Now, I say we don't know anything about these wise men. We, we know a little bit. We know they would have come representing. They would have come on behalf of some other nation of people. And when they arrived, these who had a king, Right? These are men not without a king. When they came into the presence of the king of kings, they bowed down and they worshiped him. And it goes on and it says this. And then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned and dreamed not to return to Herod, they departed to their country by another way. And just this great... Story, But I want us to stop here. And I want us to consider what is happening here. Now, in Scripture, it teaches us this, that the heavens declare the glories of the Lord. That, that in nature and in creation, the fullness of God is made fully known. Like, just the world around declares that there is a God. Like, I, I don't want to get in an argument with anybody, but I know when I'm outside, when I get to, especially when I get to go, like, outside, not necessarily just like the outside here, but, like, outside where you can see a distance, Because you can't do that in Prairieville. (laughs) All right, but where you can see, and there's maybe some mountains, and there's just some things, and you start looking around. And you know what? I never got well, you know what I never think to myself? Man, you know, at one point there were some accidents that happened. And accident upon accident upon accident created all this incredibly beautiful order. Like I don't ever think that. I stop and I wonder. And I'm amazed the creation so the heavens declare the glories of the Lord but the the, the heavens are doing something very specific here I want you to understand that these were wise men from far land they are not of the people of God these guys weren't reading the scripture they weren't looking for the Messiah they didn't know any of these things they saw a star and they said there's a king and he's such a king that the heavens declare to the world that there is a king we're going to go worship that king because there's no king like Jesus there's none other that compare to him Jesus is the only there is none other in all the world that the heavens would declare his glory they the, 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 the star literally led them to this place but not only did they get to Israel when they got to Israel they're like, well, I guess let's go to the capital and let's go ask the king where the new king is and they got there and the king was like what new king and so then when they left there going to Bethlehem, literally the star took them to the address of the house in which the king of kings and lord of lords was at. Not only were the heavens declaring the glories of the Lord, they were directing him, these people directly to the king of kings and lord of lords. Jesus is the only. There's no king like him. There's none other that the heavens would declare that. Like, we live in a day and age where like you want to get somewhere, right? You pull up a map on an app, and it tells you where to go. Like we don't even have to think about it anymore. You just turn right here, turn left here, you know? You're going to turn left in a, a, a mile. You're going to learn, turn left in half a mile. You're going to turn left in 500 feet, in 200 feet, in 100 feet, right? It keeps talking to you. But I don't, have you all ever noticed the detail that's getting, like, when you're going into a neighborhood? Blow it a little bit. And all of a sudden, you can start saying, Oh, the, the, the driveway is going to be on the other side of the house. Like, that's kind of creepy. Like how much the world knows about exactly where you live, right? But, but it's right there. God did this with a star because Jesus is the only. And this is what he is. He is Emmanuel, God with us. What is happening in this moment is that he is bowed down and, and worshiped by those who were far off, who had no reason to even be looking for him, but God was looking for them, That the night Christ was born, he didn't go to the palace. He didn't go to the the rich side of town. He went out on the hills and sent his angels to the shepherds that the society would not have sought out. And he brought them in and he worshiped them. That Jesus is God in the flesh, is God looking for you and God looking for me. He's God with us. It's the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the maker of the heavens and the earth, the creator of all things, crafting himself into his own creation. So that he might live a life without sin. Yet die on a cross paying the price for it. Conquering sin and death and the grave. So that sinners like you and sinners like me. Might be found, might be saved, might be given life, might be brought to life with Christ. That we who are without hope might have hope. That we who are in the darkness, we must see a great light. That is what's happening in this moment. And these who are far off have now been drawn near. I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know what you believe about Jesus. I don't know what you think about God, but I want you to know God's been thinking about you. David says, who is man and who is the son of man that you are mindful of him? And The creator crafted himself in because Jesus is the only And there's none like him. Anything you would ever compare to Jesus is the result of him. But here's the, the issue. You, you see that there's a, a few responses here. There's Herod's response, which is literally hatred and opposition against. And there's how some people respond to Jesus. Maybe some of you are here today, and that's literally how you've always responded to the message of Jesus, but you're here to satisfy a family member. But I want you to know, you're not here just to satisfy a family member. You're here to be reminded that God loves you even though you don't love him. There's some that are like the priest and the, and the scribes who knew all the truth from the scriptures but when they heard the Messiah had come didn't even go and look with the wise men like I think if I I mean I just I put myself in that place if I had been reading about this right and we had been studying that this was going to happen and so people showed up and said hey I, I think it happened I think I'd at least go with them but it's just apathy they had given up 600 years of darkness and they had lost their faith Maybe some of you have responded to Jesus with just apathy. And then there's these who offered to God their very best and worshiped Him, who, who, who came before Him in the full acknowledgement from where they were and what they knew to acknowledge Him for who He is. And I want you to understand that Jesus is the only and either you completely believe or you absolutely reject who He is. You completely believe are you completely reject him there is no in between he is your he is king and he does not share his throne is Jesus your king he's king whether you ever acknowledge it or not in this life there is coming a day where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord But today you have the choice to worship him. And the reason why you have that choice is because he chose to sacrifice himself for you to be Emmanuel, God in the flesh, long before you would ever look for him. Jesus is the only. And he was promised hundreds of years. Some 600 years before this in Isaiah, chapter 9 it says this but there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish I want you to understand that when we know Christ when we're in Christ that, that, that our gloom and anguish is replaced with hope kindness and it goes on the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light those who dwell in a land of deep darkness on them has light shone. you have multiplied the nations you have increased its joy they rejoice before you as joy at the harvest as they are glad when they divide the spoil for the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder and the rod of his oppressor you have broken as on the day of Midian for every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult And every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end on the throne of david and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore the zeal of the lord of hosts will do this those who lived in darkness have now seen the light and the light has shone in them even in the dark deepest of darkness it says this in scripture that all of his promises are yes and amen in christ jesus It is he who broke the burden and yoke of sin and the power of the rod of the oppressor. It is he who came to be our peace by taking upon himself the wrath of our sinfulness. For this a child was born, a son was given. Both are the same thing, the son of God and a child of man. He was sent so that the rule and reign of the people would be upon him that he might be the one who is wonderful, their counselor in all their troubles, their mighty God whose might is seen and known, the everlasting father whose love and provision is abundant, the prince of peace who brings us peace at the cost of his own death, the child's reign will never have end, his throne established for all eternity, his throne that at the mention of his name every knee will bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. And it is the zeal, it is the passion of the Lord that will do this. It is his great desire for us it is his zeal I want you to understand that Jesus Christ came because God desired us that much it is his zeal he wants you he wants you just like you are but God demonstrated his love for us in this while we were still sinners Christ died for us in your deepest and darkest moment, he is the light and there is none other. So I don't know where you are today. They're going to begin to bring the house lights down. and We're going to have a time of worship. And I don't know where you are. I want to talk about what this is going to look like for a moment. Because I want you to hear for a moment. I'm going to let those guys move for a second. And I want, you to talk. I want you to look at me. Some of you are in this place. And some of you right now are living in some darkness. Some of you have chosen it. You have knowingly and willingly rejected but God's still calling. Some of you don't even know, like this is the first time maybe you've even heard of Jesus and we'd love to have a conversation with you today, but I want to tell you this, no matter where you are, he is the light of the world. So what's going to happen here in a moment is we're going to begin to light lights and here's what, I I want you all to just watch how the room changes here in a moment. How it goes from dark to light. And I want you to consider that he who is the light of the world, that he became flesh and he dwelt among us. he brought this light into the darkness as they bring the light down I'm going to start us out that he is the light of the world and that he's called us to be the light of the world that a city on a hill is not easily hidden so I'm going to pray for us and then we're going to stand and worship together and I want you to consider the power and beauty of the light father God we thank you for this moment I pray that you would be honored and glorified Lord, if there's anybody in this place who does not know you, I pray that you would change their heart and spirit.